I think part of the issue is we're all trying to achieve perfectionism and it doesn't exist because it's subjective. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of have to figure out like what it means for you. Hey y'all, I'm Jamie. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Mom, where moms get real. Join us weekly as we talk about all things mom life, unfiltered, in a judgment-free zone. All right. Hey, y'all. Hello. Hope you're doing well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a little bit of a crazy week. But, um, well, for us, it's our kids' first week of back to school. <sighs> first week back to school. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first week back to school. I've had She's so already much... repressing those numbers. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I just have had so much going on. Like, work's been crazy. And if you're watching this, don't judge me because I like did a workout class and haven't showered. Totally fine. Real hashtag no mom life, right? Yeah. That could be your win for the day, right? That you still worked out even though you have no time to even shower. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I yeah. plan to shower. We're supposed to go to a movie later and I'm planning to shower not until bedtime. It's okay. You gotta do what you gotta do. I've um, definitely had those times, those days. So yeah. sorry. Yeah, I feel like today, this week has just been crazy. Like, I feel like there's just so much, so much I want to make sure I remember. And I'm going back to like packing food for the mm-hmm. kids and making sure they have everything they need for school. And, and yeah, there's just like a lot of mental to do lists, right? We talked to a few episodes. If you haven't heard it, go back and, and listen to it about the mental load of motherhood. Because mm-hmm. um, I definitely feel like I'm the one who's carrying that. Not yeah. that my husband couldn't, but it just happens to be me who's managing it all oh, yeah and I've been getting up with them every morning which we had decided what I historically have done mm-hmm. but we had decided over the summer that Evan would start getting up with them mm-hmm. in the mornings mm-hmm. and get them ready mm-hmm. so that I could like kind of get myself ready yeah. and like have my coffee and then take them to school and I would just take them and pick them up mm-hmm. and uh this week I've been getting up and getting them ready mm-hmm. and taking them and picking them up and with them in the evenings and Harper's been difficult on whatever so anyway also but i want to point that out because i feel like my son is also he's been great and we figured out when he has sugar that's when we've noticed it so maybe there's something to all the research about sugar even though you didn't want to do uh but also i I, when you're mentioning that harper it's kind of a weird week for them too yeah, right. that's true. New beginning, first week back at school. New maybe teachers. Yeah. I think you know. I think it's okay. Yeah. Right? I mean, if we could talk about this in two months, if it's still an issue, but that's I don't true. Know. Change is hard for everybody. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way actually. That yeah. she's also like going through an adjustment. Right, but that's annoying that you made this deal with your husband and you didn't follow through. Yeah, but he's been like tired from his trip mm-hmm. with them, with the two of them. So I'm gonna like cut in some slack right. for that. He's but... recovering from. Yes. What he had to go through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had the same so. thing with my husband where, like, in the morning, when, as I'm cooking, I'll clean stuff up and put it away. And he mm. likes to wait until the end just in case if, I don't know, he has to make more uh, eggs or whatever. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you left it out. He's like, I'm not done yet. So yesterday, I was like, okay, I'm going to wait until he's quote unquote done. He went in, he, like, took a shower, and he, like, left the butter out. I know I'm being a stickler about it in the grand scheme of things, but I was like... Well, I tried to do it your way and you didn't do it, right? So I kind of, in a different way, kind of feel you where you're like, okay, I'm going to trust you that you're going to follow through on your part and you didn't do it. So yeah, this is why I am the way that you, I am and this is the way that you are or why you are the way you are. So, yeah. but it's frustrating. It is frustrating. And Kinsley's been waking up at night. So oh that's been, you just gotten all the things. It's been really tough, but oh anyway, 
we have some exciting news. It was your birthday. It was, yes. Happy birthday. I know. I'm 21. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) For the 10th, 11th. Yeah, whatever. You know, a few times. Uh, I actually went to a restaurant with a friend the other week, and they carded me. And I was like, oh, look at this. And then they're like, we card everyone. I was like, you know, way to ruin it. Yeah, you don't have to, like, burst the bubble. Right, right. Oh, I told you this before when we went out to dinner, right? So, you know, maybe I do look 21. Wouldn't that be nice? But uh, I also have experience on my face. Yeah. As we start to get wrinkles, it's not wrinkles, it's experience and life. Well. That's what I'm going to tell myself. One day, maybe I'll do, like, the whole Botox Mm -hmm. thing and try to look younger, but. Right. (laughs) For now. Mm. I know. And get what you get. I know. And it's nice that we have the options to do that as long as you do it in the right way. And we yeah. might have more about that in the future. Yeah, Stay actually. Tuned. Stay yeah. tuned. Um, but yeah, so this is my birthday. You know, it's interesting. You know, some of you guys are going to be out there and say, Lauren, I totally get you. And others of you are going to be out there and be like, Lauren, like, shut up. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, first world problems. Which camp are you? Let Which us know. Which camp are you? <laughs> Hashtag who agrees with Lauren and who thinks she's, you know, a whiny baby. Um, but, you know, it wasn't until the end of the day yesterday or, you know, on my birthday that I was kind of thinking to myself and kind of got sad because I think we go through many years. I don't know. Others are like this where when you're younger, especially as a kid, right? Like if you're fortunate, your parents throw parties mm-hmm. for you and fun themes. And then in your 20s, even though I'm 21, just kidding, <laughs> um, you know. Just kidding. Um, you know, especially your 21st birthday, at least for me, it yeah. was like, you know, a bunch of people came, we were in the club, we were whooping it up and mm-hmm. getting wasted. And somehow I managed to like, was in an elevator, my keys like just like fell down the like chute, like didn't bounce, like one of these like weird things that only happens when you're drunk. Like, yeah. I don't know, defies physics. And of course I probably didn't feel good the next day, but it's like one of those things where it was like, all these people came out of the woodwork to yeah. celebrate me. And then on my birthday this year, I felt like I woke up, I still did my mom's stuff, I went to work, and of course as a therapist, right, it's not any my client's responsibility, and I would never want it to be that they need to celebrate me, because it's not about me, but, so nobody said happy birthday during the day, yeah. you know, I get some of the Facebook stuff, but, um, and then I came home, and, you know, my family did like a little, like, something, we did a cake, but it was still a little mom duty, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then I go to bed and that was the end of the day. And I know I, and that's why I said like maybe, you know, it's whatever, which can't be fallen because I know I created it myself. I decided that's what I wanted to do. I want to spend my birthday with my family. I think maybe in the future I should, you know, maybe take the day off or yeah. go on a trip. So, you know, for me and my husband or something, so it's something exotic. But so I created it myself, but it was just like, I don't know. It just, you know, it's like the one day of the year where, you know, you want to be celebrated aside from maybe Mother's Day. Yeah. And I just didn't feel that way. Yeah. And I don't know if maybe if you've ever felt that mm-hmm. way where, you know, you get to a point in your life where these events that once were like so special is kind of just a whatever other day. Yeah. And now I'm a year older and it's like, okay. Yeah. Birthdays definitely do feel different. Yeah. Like there's definitely no like special feeling mm-hmm. anymore on mm-hmm. a birthday. And I'm like, I don't even care if somebody like says happy birthday to me or not anymore because I have so much going on that like I barely remember it's my birthday. Mm-hmm. So it's true. It just feels like any other day. 
for the most part. Um, yeah, for like my birthdays in college, they were like huge. Mm. And we'd have like multiple. So my birthday is like middle of December. Mm-hmm. So it was always during like finals time and then the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, so like people were like in and out or whatever, like no one. So we would have like multiple parties through January. Oh, fun. <laughs> oh my God. You had a birthday month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took a birthday month. <laughs> so, like, whoever was there in December would, like, come out with us. And mm-hmm. then, like, in January, would, like, do something else. So, right. yeah. I mean, I feel like that's college, right? Anybody <laughs> will have, find any excuse to party and drink. And that's how it is, right? Yeah. But now everybody, I, I don't even know if, like, people who, if obviously, they would have said happy birthday if they knew it was my birthday. But I think a lot of us don't even know, right? Yeah. We don't use Facebook as much as anymore, where that was mm-hmm. where a lot of the birthday stuff came up or being in college when you're around people and you know it's going to be your birthday it's just different yeah I know I thought about doing a birthday party this year for that reason Mm because I was like you know what like birthdays kind of suck now like Mm -hmm. I want to do like a party I want to have a birthday party but now I'm like do I really want to plan something right you have to plan your own party yeah I also feel like in college like sometimes it'd be friends would do it for you or or it's like really easy because you just say Mm -hmm. like okay come on out um like we're gonna be here and then like everybody just shows up right I know I had to make my own like we're going out you know this weekend I have to make my own birthday reservation (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I don't know what I'm expecting but it was just something that overcame me that I was kind of like oh okay I don't feel like it's any other day doesn't feel special I know and of course you know I'm I'm grateful that I have my children around me and my son was like the sweetest he like made me a card and he was like gave me a big hug so I feel like he was the one who like celebrated me the most and then you know after the kids were asleep then my husband was able to like you know be my husband and celebrate in a different way but yeah hint hint wink wink um but you know it was just I don't know it was so weird it was like I didn't think about it and then on my drive home from work all of a sudden it like hit me and then it hit me yeah um so yeah so the day kind of came and went Mm -hmm. and um I don't know but lessons learned for for future yeah I feel like you have to make it like you have to make it special yourself now because like no one's going to do it for you. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much going on all the time mm-hmm. that like, I don't know, it just kind of, you just have to like do it yourself. Right. Otherwise it gets swept aside. Totally. And I also think that when you live far from family, it can be that yeah. way too. I think if you had like 20 cousins around oh, you, then it yeah. might feel like a, then that might be different. A party, yeah. right. But if you only have, you know, a couple relatives or whatever, then it's going to yeah. be small and that's just how it is. So I don't know. I guess I wanted to yeah. mention it to see if anybody's felt that way. And I don't know if whatever your thoughts or experiences are, share with us, share with us. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know. You guys are the people I share things with. Um, yeah. cause you're all in the cool club with the, with the moms. Um, so I thought I'd share it. Yeah. Yeah. But good. I'm glad that you feel that way too. And I'm not alone. Yeah. I definitely do feel that way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wanting it to be perfect, which I think fits then into our other topic that we want to talk about today, which is perfectionism. And I feel like a lot of moms, not all, but a lot of moms feel the need, at least in some way to be perfect. I don't think mm-hmm. I've met any moms who's just like, yeah, everything can be a shit show yeah. and I don't care. I or mean, or even if like you don't put it in those words exactly, like you may not go through your head like this has to be perfect, mm-hmm. right? But like you want it a certain way yeah, um, because you feel like that's how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Totally. I definitely, I feel like I've felt that a lot 
because I, you know, especially also being a therapist, I pay attention to the behavioral stuff because I have this fear that if I don't do it right, my kids are going to end up being drug addicts or something, (laughs) right? Because as a therapist, you always see, you know, when people struggle, which is beautiful because people should come and talk about, you know, their feelings that probably help them not be drug addicts. So (laughs) that's a little shout out for go to therapy if you need to work on some stuff. But So I think I had like this fear of like, okay, I need to make sure that, you know, the things that I felt like weren't great in my own childhood, that I do it differently. I feel like I need to make sure that, you know, whatever research I see that Mm -hmm. we're implementing. And sometimes it can be so stressful. Yeah. So stressful. And also I feel like social media can add to that stress. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, do you see these posts sometimes that says, you know, your kids should get out and exercise and they should be outside like six hours of the day. Or, you know, you shouldn't tell your kids, you know, no all the time because this, or you shouldn't, I don't know, let them watch TV or you shouldn't give them too many sweets, even though I talked about (laughs) the sugar before, right? Or you shouldn't, I don't know, whatever, right? Like there's these things Mm -hmm. that say like, you should be doing this. And if you're not doing it, the implication, even though they obviously don't say it is you're doing Mm -hmm. it wrong. Or I've seen ones that are like, Basically say you shouldn't do, like, timeouts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've seen those, too. And I'm like, well, how how do you discipline your kids? Right. Like. Oh, sometimes I get so mad. I'm like, all right, fine. If you think you're going to do it better, then social media person, come to my dad's yeah, house. right? Like, freaking take care of like, me. You like, you think I get just, angry like, about it like, just reasoning with them is going to work? Right, right. I mean, come on. Right. It's so hard to know what to do. And also, I think the, the difficult piece is that every kid is different. Yeah. Right? And so... Of course, and that's the whole point, right? Same thing as like me being a therapist. It's like, we're all trying to help, right? It all comes from a good place, trying to be helpful, you know, therapy. Like I'm sure my clients can get frustrated with things that I say, but ultimately I'm there to, to, you know, help them. But I think what happens is that, of course, these people who are on social media and have 100,000 followers, like Mm -hmm. they don't know that like, what my needs are or what yeah, your needs are. Yeah, they're not are. thinking of, like, every individual. They're right. just kind of thinking of it on, like, a mass scale. Right, right. So it makes sense that it wouldn't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. And then it leaves the people who it doesn't work for mm-hmm. feeling helpless. Yeah. And, like, there's something wrong with them. And so I feel like – I think I made this comment last time in our podcast what my brother said. He goes, if I parented like you, like, we would be stressed out all the time, <laughs> too. And I think that's something that I'm trying to – better about or more aware of is that sometimes it's okay yeah right and we also talked about last week that sometimes like time out is better than punching your kid in the face yeah so like if yeah. that's what you have to do well, to avoid like, child abuse please do sometimes it. people need a time out like right. sometimes people need to like be kind of away from the stimulation right. and like regroup and calm down right. and then like i know with harper when i send her to time out like, it only takes a couple minutes, mm-hmm. and she calms down. She is able to talk about things, mm-hmm. like, understands things, will apologize, like, whatever. Like, it it actually works, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't ever – I mean, I say, like, oh, you're going to go to timeout, but I also tell her, like, you need to, like, cool it and, like, think about stuff right. while you're in timeout, right. you know? Right. And that's a good point because, you know – therapeutically speaking research shows that like when you're in a heightened state mm-hmm. like you're not you're not in your thinking brain yeah right? you're in your emotional brain that is not time to be rational right like, with another person even like in a couple relationship because obviously i work with couples right that there is a piece that says we need to figure out how do we either address this earlier before it gets to that place mm-hmm. or give yourself a moment to like get back yeah into i have to like then de-escalate it de-escalate yeah. right because it makes sense right so 
I don't know. Again, sometimes I feel like it's so hard. And and not even mm-hmm. in, you know, the behavioral stuff. But you were saying earlier before we hit the record, you were talking about food. Oh, my God. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, like, have to stop following these toddler food people. Mm-hmm. Because they will post things like, oh, look at this easy recipe I just made. And it's, you know, food, like, all cut up perfectly, mm-hmm. like, in some kind of arrangement, like a rainbow or a smiley face <laughs> or, like, a sun and a unicorn or whatever. And I'm like, who has time for that? Right. Yeah. I saw something similar. It was a person, and she was making a kid's lunchbox, and she was doing it dinosaur-themed. So she gets a piece of bread, and she cuts out the shape of a dinosaur. Then she uses, like, an imprint to make the imprint of a dinosaur. Then she does um, a kiwi, and she, like, cuts it in a way so it looks like an egg. And then she does, like, some fruit to make it look like gra- I don't know what it was, but it was this whole dinosaur theme of all these different fruits. And I guess the, the idea is that if it looks fun, maybe the kid will eat it, but... To me, it's also what an extra amount of work for me that I don't feel like I have the time. If other people have the time, I think it's like looks so cool. But yeah, to have the time to make this whole dinosaur theme for a lunchbox. Like I think I would rather for me rather spend the time doing something else with the kids. Yeah. Than not with the kids because I'm sorry, I have to cut your kiwi into an egg shape. So sorry, I can't play with you. Yeah, but then, but then like I start feeling like a little inadequate. Like I'm not giving my kids this experience Mm. of like these cool food arrangements. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Not that I'm sure like, you know, 20 years from now, they wouldn't look back and be like, oh, that was like my favorite part of childhood. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm so glad my mom made these food arrangements for me. I guess so. But, um, but I don't know because thinking back, to me, I feel like it's more of I got to do something with yeah, mom rather so than yeah. my mom didn't talk to me for an hour because she had to make <laughs> dinosaur themed lunchbox for me. I know it could like and every time I said talk to me, she's like, I can't talk to you. I'm making the dinosaur. <laughs> like, okay, okay. So yeah. I don't know, right? What do what do we all remember? Yeah. So like, yeah, those toddler food ones get to me, or like, even just mm-hmm. like recipes, like where they're like, here's an easy recipe that you can make for your kids, and it's like. 15 steps and I'm like <laughs> give me one that's like two steps right give me one that's like put it on the pan and put it in the oven mm-hmm. oh, I love two or, steps or like, <laughs> I love two steps like I I can't do a, a 15 step like 20 ingredient meal for my kids right when you're by yourself and yeah. the kids are running around the house and they're hungry and they're this and they're that yeah. I hear you right maybe back in the day when you know women <sighs> didn't work I don't yeah. know that's a different story about women's suffrage and movement, but yeah. But now we have the opportunity, and when you have the opportunity mm-hmm. to do the things you want to do, that means less time for other things. Yeah. 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 So that's one that really gets me. And then another one that really gets me are like the fitness ones, mm-hmm. where it's like these moms who are like doing all this fitness stuff, and they're like, some of them are like working out with their kids. And I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, my kids would never work out with me. Right. <laughs> like, right. There's no way they would last like five minutes. Mm-hmm. And um, my kids is a distraction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they're like trying to climb on me or something and I can't do what I'm trying to do. So that's never going to happen. And then, um, they always like look really fit Mm -hmm. and I'm like, and it feels like that's the expectation, like that you should be able to, you know, work out in a way that's going to make you look a certain way Mm -hmm. and eat in a way that's going to make you look a certain way, you know, as a mom And that's, like, really hard to do. That's so hard to do, right? To be perfect and to find the time to be able to do that on top of working Mm -hmm. and doing all these other things and trying to prioritize being with your kids. 
Yeah, it makes me think as you're talking, there was this video, it was the behind the scenes of this woman. I don't think she was a mom fitness person, but she was doing butt workouts. And what they didn't show you, the behind the scenes, was they put these little padded butt cheeks in her pants to make her butt look, you know, firm and defined and all these things. And so the other piece of it with all of this that, you know, we shared last week and reiterating again is that what you see on social media is not reality. Yeah. Right? Because, the, for example, so that it's example. False advertising. Right. It's false advertising, right? That example is saying if you do these butt exercises, you're going to have my butt. But that's not really your butt. Yeah. Right? I'm sure the same thing with, like, the dinosaur lunchbox person. Like, I don't know. Her life might be chaos and she's yeah. on the brink of divorce. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Or she might have a full-time nanny. Right. <laughs> like, right. that's all the other things. So totally. now she actually has time to do that Totally. Or, or sometimes I see on social media where people do these luncheons and, and they must... The only thing I think of, unless they're amazing at this, is that they hire someone to put these oh, events together, yeah. these, like, women's lunches, because there's flowers on the table and centerpieces. Oh, it's got to be, like, pl- yeah, like right. a planner or something. Right. Somebody doing right. it. Right. But usually you don't see that part, right? They don't say so-and-so planned it. Sometimes they do. Um, maybe many, many times they do. But it's one of those things also where, yeah, we make these assumptions off mm-hmm. of social media that says, oh, crap, I'm supposed to be this way. Yeah. And there's something wrong with me that I'm not this way. Mm-hmm. When reality, it's not how it is for them either. Yeah. That's not the truth. Yeah. Right? And what about, like, the things that people say, like, a lot of times, and, you know, I I get where they're coming from, and a lot of times it's moms with older kids themselves, and they say things like, oh, the time goes so fast, mm-hmm. just, like, cherish it while you can, or you're going to miss this time when they're grown up. Mm-hmm. And as a mom... I just want to like shake them and mm-hmm. be like, do you remember anything right. about this time? Right. You know, cause that is not helpful. Right. Not helpful. <laughs> like, because all it does is make me feel like I'm failing yep. because I'm supposed to be enjoying this time, all of it. And I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, or like it's stressful and I'm like frustrated and I, I don't always like being with my kids. Like right. sometimes it's like not fun. Like a lot of times it's not. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, it definitely feels like, you know, there's something wrong with me yeah. for not cherishing these moments. And there are moments I cherish for sure. Right. But like not cherishing every moment, every second that I'm with them because like these people are telling me that I should be doing that. Right. Right. When your child is screaming at the top of their lungs or your kids are hitting each other or you have poop in your hair. Yeah. Right. Those are not the times where you're like, no, no. Like, yeah. like angel like, music I love playing. this moment. Yeah. <laughs> Happy roses. I right? love the smell of poop in my nostrils. <laughs> I love when it gets in my fingernails and, you know, all over the sheets in the dresser. Yeah. <laughs> right. That in reality, to say that is almost, it's almost dismissing mm-hmm. your feelings. Yeah. Right? That that's not what we want to hear. And totally, I mean, of course we should appreciate it. And sometimes it is nice to take a step back, right? Like I was even saying about the birthday example, I do appreciate that there's certain aspects of my life, but it's also okay to say, you know, things are different. Mm-hmm. It's not like when I was 21. And in some ways that's good. And some yeah. ways, you know, <laughs> you miss it. And it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Around waking up like 
you know, hung over in a bush somewhere. Right. <laughs> I miss those days. Although somehow when you were young, you got, you know, hung over was like a half hour. And now I feel like it's like a week and a half. Oh, no, my hangovers were pretty long, but they didn't bother me as much because Maybe like, I would like, I'd be throwing up all day. <laughs> I was, I have a very sensitive stomach. <laughs> Literally, I'd be throwing up all day. Oh, God. But like, I would be laying in bed all day too, mm-hmm. like watching movies. Right, so you had nothing like, to do. Well, that bad. You had no responsibilities, right? Yeah. Now, if I'm throwing up all day, I still have to take care of my kids. Yeah, totally. It's just a different world. Yeah. Right? Completely different. Totally, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that makes a good point, right? That I find that what can be really difficult, especially when you're trying so hard to get it right, right, or be quote unquote perfect, Mm -hmm. which what does that even mean, is that when you hear the shoulds, right? Mm-hmm. And we should all over ourselves. I like to yeah. say, I tell my clients that all the time, right? Is that that doesn't help because what is should anyway, right? Mm-hmm. And what is perfect anyway? What I think could be perfect, you might not think is perfect, yeah. right? And what you think is perfect, not so on and so right with anything, right? And that's what makes our society very diverse and amazing yeah. that we're not all the same. But I think that's what's so hard is I think part of the issue is we're all trying to achieve perfectionism and it doesn't exist because it's subjective. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of have to figure out like what it means for you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I think another way of thinking of it, like perfect, like a perfect situation doesn't have to be flawless. Mm -hmm. Like there can still be things that go wrong, but it can still feel perfect. You know, like, oh, this moment feels perfect, even though... There's a mess in the living room and there's dishes in the sink and there's laundry that needs to be put away. But this moment feels perfect because like I'm in the moment. Maybe Mm. your kid gives you a hug and it feels really good or like something like that. Right. But yeah, I don't think like like being satisfied with how things are necessarily means that everything's like in order. Right. Well, it's interesting. As you're saying, that made me think about that perfectionism is a state of mind. Yeah. Right? Because I like what you're saying is that it can be a perfect moment and your house can be whatever or your life can be whatever, (laughs) right? But in that moment, your brain is saying, this feels right. This feels good. Yeah. And it's because your brain is telling you that, right? Your house isn't telling you that, whatever. Um, I mean, of course, there are moments when you have a nice, clean house, and that yeah. feels really good, God, too. That feels good, yeah. Feels that's, really I was good. telling Lauren earlier, Wednesday's for us. <laughs> yeah, your cleaning like, day. My clean, yeah. our cleaning day. It's like peace to it, right? Mm-hmm. When things, I definitely have my moments where I'm like, I need to hire like an organizer to come to my house, and like I don't care what it costs, and just like make everything like perfect, and everything have like a spot to go to, or you I know, need to hire a this and whatever. The problem is you do that. And then two days later, mm-hmm. it's all messed up again. Mm-hmm. So, like, I I will spend literally every once in a while, I'll go through. And it's not always the whole house. It's usually just, like, an area of the house. But I'll spend hours mm-hmm. organizing it, cleaning it out, throwing stuff out that needs to be thrown out. And then literally, like, within just a couple days, mm-hmm. it's just a complete mess again. Yeah, Because you have kids. Yeah. Right. And even yeah. if you try to get them to say, okay, this is, goes here, this yeah. goes here. No, they don't do it. Right. Right. And yeah. that's a lot to have someone fit into your perfect mold. Yeah. yeah. I think I think that's what it is, right? I think we all want control in the chaos, whatever that looks like for each of us. And that makes sense that we tried to do that and it works for like five seconds. Yeah. 
And then when you have other people, I even remember that with me and my, my husband, I think I've talked about this in previous episodes, how like organized I used to be with like my finances and and with my spreadsheets and my whatever. And then when, you know, he, we have joint accounts and he's spending money and I'm studying, it was just like, this is not going to work anymore because uh, it's going to ruin our relationship. If I'm like, so micromanaging him, like your priorities just have to change when you have more people involved. And so I hear what you're saying, right? It's you can do these things and try mm-hmm. to make it perfect and spend all this money. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's just not going to be the way it is. And, yeah. you know, the benefit of that is that you're not alone and you have people in your home and you're not by yourself, you know, even though there's some calm and peace, like you were talking about the past couple of weeks of <laughs> if you put the milk back in the fridge and no one else is home, when you open the fridge, the milk is still going to be yeah. in the same exact spot. So there's pluses and minuses to that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay, all right. So you talked me out of it. I'm yeah, not, I'm not I, gonna I spend wouldn't all this do money it. to get organized. No, <laughs> yeah. I, w- I wouldn't do it. I, I actually hired. This is like kind of off topic, but I actually hired somebody to help organize. And at one point, and they did like a little bit, you know. And I honestly don't think it was like that great of a job. Like it was, mm. it was fine, but it wasn't. I wasn't like blown away by it, mm. and it just got basically wow. undone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a waste of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's hard to make everything mm-hmm. perfectly organized unless yeah. you're the only person who's managing mm-hmm. it. Or you're you're going to literally, like, keep it organized and you're going to spend a lot of time doing that. Right, right. And also there's something, to, too, because I think it also depends on the personality. I had met with someone a while back and they were saying, you know, you could be the person that has each of your shoes in, like, a little box and, like, mm-hmm. all your things folded in a certain way. Oh, don't look in my be, closet. <laughs> right, but, like, realistically, for me, I have my ADHD moments. It's like, that's not going to work for me. Like, when I come home at the end of the day, I'm not taking my shoes off and folding them neatly in a box, even though I would love that. I wish, like, I could yeah. be that way. But, like, I'm just, like, the kick off my shoes, like, just give me, like, a bin to put it in. And, mm-hmm. like, that's the organization that I can do. So it's, yeah. So, right. I like, it makes sense that even if you pay all this money to have them do it perfectly, that it also has to sort of fit into your way of living Mm -hmm. and the way of living might not be, you know, put it in a box with paper folded over it and wrap it in a bow and have it look pretty. Yeah. Cause it's not, even though again, when you follow some of these influencers, it looks like that's how yeah, it should so that's, be. That's another social media thing mm-hmm. where you see these people who are like the organizers or they like right. have these perfect houses right. and actually and playrooms. I, and- yeah. I saw this one, um, like real the other day mm-hmm. where they were like, this is how you get a clean house. And they, they, you know, show like the clean area, but then they show you like everything pushed to the side, like out of the camera. Mm. So like, you know, uh, you don't know, maybe they like, show you the, the behind the scenes. Yeah. 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 Maybe, that. maybe like everything's just like, if I took everything off my kitchen counters and put them on the floor, you know, behind the bar, right. like my kitchen would look really clean too. when right. you walked in. Right. <laughs> and that's all you need for a photo on so, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or a video so, on YouTube. Yeah. That's true. So the other area I was thinking about where like perfectionism or just like the shoulds comes into play, Mm. you know, being a mom, but also being like with your partner, Mm -hmm. like how are you supposed to be with a partner? Because Mm -hmm. like, it's different after you have kids. Like we've talked about this before, how having kids like affects your relationship. Right. You can't have sex on the kitchen table at three o'clock in the afternoon when your kids are having a snack. Yeah. Like you could before you had kids. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So like then these pressures like to be, you know, 
to be a certain way. Like, mm-hmm. to, your pressures to still have the same sex drive right. or pressures to, you know, be a good, quote, wife mm-hmm. and do your husband's laundry, which I don't mm-hmm. do. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, stuff like that. Right. I think that's another... These traditional roles that you're supposed to fit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I know that's another place where it comes into play, um, like, especially when you have kids because it's really hard to like meet those standards. Right. It's so hard because you're trying to be able to do so much and it makes sense that you only have capacity of one Mm -hmm. person. Right. Yeah. And if you're trying to be all this, I hear you that that Mm -hmm. definitely can happen that your relationship kind of becomes a lower priority because your husband doesn't need you, you know, the way that a newborn baby needs you. Right. Right. If I don't, if I ignore my husband for an hour, I'm not saying that I would ignore him, right? Versus if I ignored my baby who had a poop diaper for an hour, like that's a problem, yeah, in my book, right? So I hear, yeah, that makes sense, yeah, and especially if maybe you have different like styles of connecting, mm-hmm. right? So like for example, before bed, I like to not talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to just like watch TV, or I used to read a lot of books. But I don't really do that anymore just because I'm, like, so tired by the end of the day mm-hmm. that I, like, don't really want to focus on, like, small letters. But, um, like, I just want to, like, watch 20 minutes of a show and then, like, go to sleep. Yeah. I don't want to, like, be talking because, like, talking to me is, like, stimulating mm-hmm. and it makes it harder for me to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. My husband is, like, the opposite. Like after he puts the, or after we're both done putting the kids to bed, which is like usually around nine o'clock and I'm like ready to like get into bed and wind down. He's like ready to like talk about things. And mm-hmm. I get it because we haven't really talked to each other all day. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he gets home later, like we're getting kids ready. Like we're doing kids stuff. Like you can't, it's hard to like have real conversations when your kids are around because right. they're like interrupting and all that stuff. Right. And so like he wants to like connect by like talking about stuff and I'm, I want to like not talk about anything. And so that makes it hard too, you know, like where then I feel like, should I, should I be different? You know, like, is it like, which, which one's right? And it's like really like neither one's right. They're just two different, two different ways. Right. Yeah. And it's different because you're tired, right? Again, if you didn't have kids and you got home from work and six o'clock, you could talk about these things. It's so funny. I was kind of smiling at you because our relationship, (laughs) we're the opposite, right? (laughs) Of course, the therapist is going to be talking about feelings, right? Um, And so it's interesting. My husband is a similar way, right? He, it's exhausting for him Mm -hmm. to have, you know, in-depth conversations like that. And for him, the way that he feels is quality time is just being in the same room as me. Yeah. Not See, talking, I feel like that sitting. can be quality time. Right. For sure. And I'm like, what? Like, I don't need you to sit there and watch TV. That is not quality time. Like, yeah. you need to be, like, conversing and connecting and, like, on the, you know, talking. Yeah. Talking. So it's so funny. <laughs> I feel like that's what, I feel like Evan and I need, like, a support group. And, like, you and my husband need a support group to be, like. I know. It's so funny. Some of the people we married and, oh, like. Oh, my gosh. Obviously, it works. Like, some, like, I can imagine if you had two people who, like, are exactly the same. Like, I could never marry myself. If I married myself, it would not go very well. Yeah. I need someone who balances me out. Yeah. And so, I think. Yeah. I feel like there's Opposites a lot of attract. it. Right. I feel like there's a lot of it where you have, like, an extrovert, an introvert. And mm-hmm. it works because otherwise you're just rams, you know, banging your heads together. Not saying that that doesn't work, but. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's at least in my experience and it seems like in your experience yeah. as well. But yeah. sometimes, right, you connect great in certain areas and sometimes, mm-hmm. right, it can be difficult. Yeah, but then it, it feels sense. like disappointing because right. I feel like I'm like letting him down. Yeah. You know, like he's trying to connect and like I'm like, no, yeah. 
Right. You know, and that doesn't feel good. Right. And then it's like, how are we supposed to be? And look then again. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I keep going back to social media. I think that's like what we do, right? When I we're know. Bored or what it's many such do. a big influence now. Yeah. Right. Then you're seeing these couples who are like jet setting to Mexico every month. Oh, because God, they, that's another one. You right. should be vacationing right. all the time. Right. With what time and what money and what support. I know. I'm like, every time I'm on social media, like, people are going on vacation. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, how do you do all these vacations? Like, one, how do you take time off work to, like, go on all these vacations? Like, where are you getting all this time off? And then, like... Maybe they're working from wherever they're vacationing. With the kids? I don't know. Oh, with the kids? Yeah. They met just as a couple. Yeah, I don't know. You're right. You bring a babysitter with you? A nanny? I know one family that that does like babies i don't think they bring the babysitter with them i think they find a babysitter where they're at oh, interesting i know one family that does that i don't know anyone else who does that i don't know that's a good point i don't know there's definitely some people where i feel like they always go and then i think the other problem is that when you follow 800 people it looks like it looks like everybody's always on vacation yeah because like one person's on vacation at a time mm-hmm. and they're really maybe only taking one vacation a year right but it feels like people are vacationing all the time because right. like everyone's taking their one vacation and you're seeing it every day. Right, exactly. If you're following 800 people, it might seem like multiple people are taking it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard to know what's what. But again, it makes it feel like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be vacationing and wouldn't it be Mm -hmm. nice to be vacationing? And oh my gosh, look at my life. And yeah. So it's hard. I don't know. I do feel better when I don't go on social media. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to As we say this is podcasting. (laughs) With social media. Follow us, by the way. Follow us. Our stuff, we're trying not to make you feel bad about your life. (laughs) Yes, exactly. We want to make you feel better about your life. Right. That's the hope. (laughs) But yeah, sometimes when I sort of have that break Mm -hmm. and try to be present, but it's hard. It's almost like an addiction. Yeah. Because humans are wired for connection. So... You want to go to the place where you're going to feel connected, even though Mm -hmm. in a way sometimes you can feel less connected. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to feel less. Less needing to be perfect. Less needing to, I think, just, like, breathe, have a drink. (laughs) But you still need to do our wine tasting episode. I know we need to do that. (laughs) I got really passionate about that, guys. Did you hear that? Well, right now, go get it. What time is it? Maybe not in the middle of the day. 10 in the morning? Yeah. Okay, no problem. It's happy hour somewhere. Uh, yeah, it's 5 o'clock in China. Yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah, I don't know. How do you not... I don't know. I've always kind of struggled with it, I guess, because I, I just want want things to be a certain way and sometimes it's because I feel like that's the easiest Mm -hmm. way Mm -hmm. but then it ends up not being the easiest way because it's such a struggle yeah um but yeah how do you not feel like you should be this or that or whatever well do you feel like you said last time that you were going to try and channel your time off and the uh, enlightenment that you had oh you want an update on that yeah let's have an update (laughs) I think my bet was 35 minutes yeah you're about right yeah (laughs) Yeah, that didn't last very long. I'm excited, but it's not like <laughs> something to be excited about for you. No, yeah. stress level is back up. Right. Uh, you know, it's it's the most difficult. I guess this is like another kind of like should like when, and I think you're right. Like this first week of school, it's like a change. Mm-hmm. You know, new teachers, new kids in the class, like new schedules, right. new like they're learning in pre-K. They're in pre-K mm-hmm. or Harper's in pre-K. So like that's more structured and like Mm -hmm. more um like more academic stuff is going on 
So like she probably has been having just some adjustment and it's just been difficult. And that's why she's been in such a grumpy mood this week. But like, that's another thing where like my kid starts acting this way and like, she's acting so bratty Mm. and I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Mm. You know, like, and you feel like, you know, that it it feels like it's my fault, you know, like, like what am I doing wrong that like she is acting this way? And, um, we all feel this way. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's another of those like shoulds, Mm -hmm. like you should be a certain way. So your kids, you know, don't act bratty towards you. Totally. It's so hard. It's yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's just giving us all a little, kindness mm-hmm. right giving us all a little what's the word i'm looking for just being like kind to ourselves it says we're all trying our best right yeah. i mean it's so hard when, when you're responsible for somebody else but you can't control another person mm-hmm. right that's a really hard place to be because that means that at the end of the day even though you're responsible for them you can't control what they do yeah and so in a way you're helpless because what do you do with that and then there's this fear of, at least for me, like, oh my gosh, if my kid's not doing what they're, you know, supposed to do and they're getting along and they're, you know, they're, if they act out then I'm going to get calls from the school, mm-hmm. which we've had issues with before. And there's a lot of like anxieties about the, the what ifs. And I yeah. think that's also adds to it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think that's so true. Like you start thinking about like, what's going to happen if it's mm-hmm. not a certain way. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, I'm like, well, what's going to happen if the mess isn't cleaned up right away? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to like, it's going to drive me crazy and I'm going to hate it and someone's going to trip and fall on it and da da da. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, those are kind of like, well, maybe someone's going to trip and fall, but probably not. Um, That's a more legitimate reason than I have. Someone's going to judge me. Yeah, and... They're kind of like made up reasons, right. you know, like it, it doesn't have to be done like right away or it doesn't have to be done perfectly, right. you know? Right. And, um, yeah. Right. As long as it's not toxic, then, yeah. you know, it's fine. I know. I think that's yeah. what it is. I think it comes down to, and maybe that goes back to what we're saying about social media, is that when you're exposed to all these things and all this stimulus that says you need, that's giving you a direction, mm-hmm. that you can feel overwhelmed. And sometimes we just need to say what we're doing is enough. Yeah. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's safe. Mm-hmm. Right? My kids are loved. And at the end of the day, that's enough. Yeah. Right, and that all the other stuff is just extra. Yeah. Right. My kids don't need their food in the shape of dinosaurs. Yeah. I don't even think I even know how to begin to make things in the shape of dinosaurs. Yeah. I guess I get a cookie cutter, but I don't think that's going to be the reason they're in therapy. Yeah. Or that's going to be the reason they become a drug addict. Back to my thing, right? Mm. And there's nothing wrong with being in therapy. I'm making it sound like you failed if you've been in therapy. You haven't. Um, <laughs> another another one. Like you what? should not have to have therapy. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, like a stigma. Or you should, you should be, be able. On- Right, you should be on medication. You should be on medication. Yeah, you should be able to be a mom, be a housekeeper, be a, an employee, be a wife mm-hmm. or partner, and like be a, chef. be a chef. Yeah, be all these things, and uh, and be happy about and it, and be happy. Yeah, <laughs> and not need therapy or medication. Right, right. and be do it alone. Right, yeah. right. Be socially well adjusted. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's really hard to do. Yeah, it's really hard to do. Yeah. yeah. So I think what what's our sort of message here is you don't have to be perfect. It's okay. Yeah. We still love you. <laughs> Person who we've never met, we love you. We do. And we all just need to like 
go easy on ourselves. Go easy on ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need a six pack, you know, abs. Right. You know. Right. You're beautiful. And don't follow any other social media people except for us and the people that we vetted for you. You know, that's that's another thing. I think like curating your social media, like Mm. I've heard people talk about this before, like truly doing like being intentional about your social media, following only people who actually have a positive impact on how you feel. And then when you are going through like your explore page or whatever, like don't like things that make you feel bad. Right. You know, something makes you feel like you should be doing better. Like, don't like it. Because right. if you like it, just more stuff like that's going to pop up right. on your feed. Right. So, like, you have to, like, be really intentional about what you're, who you're following, what you're liking, what you're commenting on. Right. Um, to, like, curate your feed so it's things that you actually right. benefit from seeing. Right. Rather than, like, have a negative impact. Right. If it brings you in that way. Mm-hmm. There are some people I feel like who like that kind of stuff. Like, I'm so yeah, blown if, away. Yeah, if you like it and yeah. it makes you feel good, like, yeah. more power to you. Totally. Like, yeah. my husband watches these shows and I'm just like, oh my God, how do you not have nightmares every night? Like, what is this stuff? Like, for me, I just want happy shows where nothing bad happens. I think because, <laughs> you know, I, I get enough of that in, in my day and whatever and in my own brain. Yeah. Um, but for some people, they can. But So I yeah. guess, like, also kind of what you're saying is if that works for you, awesome like, yeah see all the things that tell you you should whatever yeah if it doesn't right then I love what you're saying is listen to that mm-hmm. and it's okay you don't have to follow the things all the time right that are telling you you're not this and you're not that yeah and sometimes it's okay to just sort of be in your bubble mm-hmm. and just be at peace yeah that's it so I don't know should we end with our mom wins yes okay how about that you go first. Okay, so here's my mom win, and not everyone's going to think it's a mom win, but um, I, uh, the other morning, gave my kids their iPad mm-hmm. and drank my coffee in peace. Uninter- was it warm? Uninterrupted. Yes. Yay! <laughs> warm coffee in warm? peace. Uninterrupted. It was a win. And you know what? It felt really good, yeah. and I know they were watching their iPads, but you know what? It was worth it. Yeah. I think so. that's a win. <laughs> You got to drink warm coffee, right? And nobody died. Yeah. That took me so many. <laughs> Your kids are alive. They're alive. And you got to drink warm coffee. Got to drink warm coffee. No screaming in the background. Yeah. No, mommy, I want this. Mommy, I need that. Just peace. Mm-hmm. I hear that as a mom one. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. What's mine? Mm-hmm. I guess it was just, it's so funny. I said it's like made me sad on my birthday, but I think it was also like, a mom win to be able to celebrate with my family. Yeah. And to feel that love around me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, isn't that interesting? Something good. And it's okay to have multiple feelings, right? Yeah, it is. You can feel happy and sad at the same time. For sure. That reminds me, this is like, um, I know we're like wrapping up, but on another kind of positive note, mm-hmm. last year, um, my birthday's in December. So last year in December was like my favorite birthday. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it sounds weird because you're like, oh, you have kids, like you're working, like kind of like we were talking about, like it doesn't feel so special. Yeah. But I had made reservations. I made my own birthday reservations for me and Evan to go to these like really cool, like bubble dome things Mm. and have like dinner there. Mm -hmm. And it's like holiday holiday ish, so there's like lights and stuff. Yeah, and so. when I got when we got home um, from school and everything, and we were like getting ready to go, Harper like really wanted to go. 
And at first I was like, no, like that's just going to be disruptive and it's not going to be fun and whatever. But she was like getting herself dressed and she was like trying to like put on clothes that kind of like matched what I was wearing. Mm, And she just like wanted to go so bad. So I was like, you know what? She wants to go so badly. Like it's my birthday. Like I'll just have her come. Like Mm -hmm. she obviously like really wants to be there Mm -hmm. for my birthday. Mm And, um, it ended up being like the best birthday, like just like being in that dome and it wasn't stressful because she could get up and walk around, you know? So it wasn't like she had to sit at this table, but yeah, just like sitting there, like hanging out together in a like confined area. And then we like drove around the area and like looked at the lights and stuff, like all the Christmas lights. And yeah, it was like a really... It was like it was definitely like the best birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Right? Sometimes it could just be wonderful even when you you don't be perfect, yeah. right? Because I could hear you being like, These are my plans and this is how yeah. it's supposed to be. And then you were flexible with the plans and it surprised you. Yeah. Right? And being with our kids, I feel like sometimes when we're on this podcast, it's like our kids <laughs> are maniacs and demons and whatever. <laughs> but I think it's more of, right, like we just want to be happy with our kids too, yeah. right? And sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard to get to that place. And so that's beautiful that you're able to have those moments with her. Yeah. And on a birthday. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So it ended up being really good. Beautiful. But all right. Awesome. I love that. Nice positive story. Yeah. Time to wrap it all up. All right. We'll see ya. See you next time. Thank you all for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Feel free to DM us on Instagram at mom underscore the podcast with things you want to hear about or even your own stories. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe, give us a five-star review and share with another mom friend. And as always, remember that no matter what you're going through, you are not alone. See See you next time. time.